Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. Let's get right to the news because Ford is the first automaker to announce its full-year earnings for 2012. And Ford's North American operations put in a stellar performance. Sales were up nearly 100,000 units, and that boosted revenue to nearly $80 billion, up nearly $5 billion from the year before. And that led to a pre-tax profit of over $8 billion, up $2 billion from 2011. And you know, that means each of those extra 100,000 sales contributed over $20,000 in profits. But the story was very different in South America. Sales dropped by 8,000 cars and trucks, revenue dropped by nearly a billion dollars, and profits plummeted by nearly $650,000. Ford says it did better in the fourth quarter in South America, but it believes the situation there will get worse and that it'll only break even for the year. And in Europe, it only went from bad to worse. Sales plummeted by a quarter of a million units, revenue dropped by more than $7 billion, and the company lost over $1.7 billion. While Ford is engaged in an aggressive turnaround in Europe, it warns the market there will continue to deteriorate this year. Ford's Asia-Pacific region, which includes China, is a bright spot for the company. Sales jumped by 132,000 vehicles, and revenue shot up by a billion six. Even so, the company lost money there, though not as much as before, as it continues to spend heavily to boost capacity in the region. It expects to break even this year. So when you put all these different regions together, Ford sold 5.6 million vehicles worldwide, that was down 27,000 units from the year before. Revenue hit $134 billion, but that was down $2 billion. And its after-tax profits hit $5.5 billion, which is down by half a billion. Overall, it's a solid performance, but it shows the company has stopped growing and has serious issues to address outside of North America. Okay, now let's get to some of the product news. Because we've been waiting two years for GM to tell us when it's going to unveil the diesel version of the Chevy Cruze. And now we've learned that it'll be at the Chicago Auto Show next week. It'll hit the showrooms in April or May. And I keep saying that this car is a litmus test for diesel sales in the U.S. market. If the diesel Cruze even sells reasonably well, look for everyone else to jump into the pool. Say, in case you didn't see our live coverage of the Detroit Auto Show, the new global head of Infinity, Johan de Nyssen, explain why they're adopting the letter Q to name their cars. Q is our heritage. The original Infinity back in 1989 when we introduced the brand was the Q45. And so it's very much part of who we are. And so we're going back to our roots. All the cars will be known as Q. The crossover is QX. And the size of the number indicates the seniority of the car. So you're trying to keep it very simple and very easy simple. to understand. If you can count, you can figure this out. <laughs> By the way, you can see that entire interview and several dozen others from the show at our website. Just look in the John's Journal section and you'll find it there.
Coming up next, we're going to take a look at the all-new Nissan Pathfinder. You know why I pulled you over, ma'am? I need you to recalibrate the Doppler shift on the return signal. Radar's on the frisk. Do Sonata drivers know something you don't? The Sonata from Hyundai. The Nissan Pathfinder came to North America in 1985 to battle the likes of the Blazer, the Bronco, and the Trooper. And even though that competition disappeared over the years, today's all-new 2013 Pathfinder still finds itself in one of the most competitive segments in the auto industry. However, still ready to go tire-to-tire -tire with all takers anytime. Where the next generation Pathfinder has moved is right into the heart of the large SUV segment. It's got three rows of seating, which is exactly what they want, but it's actually bigger, longer, wider than the previous generation. But most importantly, it's got best-in-class fuel economy. 26 miles per gallon fuel economy is what the customers are asking for, but they don't want to compromise the size of the vehicle. They don't want to compromise the capability of the vehicle. So that's the balance that we were trying to go for. What gets Nissan such glowing MPG numbers is the combination of a new 260 horsepower V6 engine, the next gen Xtronet CVT, and improved exterior aerodynamics, all sitting on what's now a unibody frame for the Pathfinder. But in addition to those improvements, Nissan gave its SUV some favorite features like the around view monitor and the easy fill tire alert, as well as a couple of new ones like tri-zone entertainment so each row can listen or watch what they want as well as Nissan's latch and glide technology for easy third row access even with a baby seat in row two because if nothing else this vehicle is family friendly. Our target audience for this vehicle uh, are we consider cool modern families. Uh, they typically have two to three children uh, probably ages between three to ten years old uh, they're looking for something that can handle the everyday life that they've got as well as going out on modern adventures in the countryside. Uh, therefore, we want to get to them through some non-traditional means as well, such as going to state fairs, having the vehicle out so they can test and see the vehicle. Uh, naturally, we'll contact them via the internet, we'll do direct marketing campaigns as well, uh, all aimed squarely at that family demographic. It's early, but families and others just might be responding positively to the new SUV. This fourth-gen Pathfinder hit dealerships a little more than two months ago and so far has outsold the 2012 model over the same time frame by more than two to one. And you know, changing that Pathfinder from body on frame to unit body is what made the biggest difference. That dropped the weight by several hundred pounds. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.